fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Wait, is there something in the air today? Are people grumpy today? What the heck's going on? Welcome into the show. we got a lot to talk about today. It is a midweek celebration. It is the greatest day of the entire week. Welcome into the program, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, however you watch or listen to the program. We appreciate you very, very much. Always a pleasure for you. Big stuff, lots to get to, lots to talk about today. Uh, although, some, I guess some grumpy people just want to get to the point. Live uh, comment right off the bat here, right on some of the live stream. Can we do this? Can we do this first thing today? Why not? What's in the mailbox? What's in the mailbox, man? So, listener James, first off, appreciate you listening on the live stream, which you can find. But come to the point, Andy. I don't need to spend 20 minutes listening to you talk about what you're going to talk about. All right, first off, for those that just listen to the radio, this is the first time you're hearing me for the day. Uh, for those that listen on the live streams, I go live on the live stream to make sure everything's connected and all good about at the top of the hour, which gives me six minutes. A six-minute time frame to where when the radio broadcast actually begins and when I make sure that we're connected and everything's all up and going. So in that six-minute time frame, before we go live on the radio, I try and give a little bit of a tease to our listeners that are on the online stream so that way they don't just hear dead or just hear music. And I talk to them a little bit more on a personal level and talk and tease about what's coming up on the program. But apparently, some don't like that. So we're going to get right to the point. Coming up, bottom of the hour, John O'Connor. We've had him on the program many times before. He is an investigative journalist. He's author of the book Postgate, and now his new book that has come out as well, The Mysteries of Watergate. We'll talk about government cover-ups, government corruption, obviously kind of a topical issue to talk about after what happened with the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the Trump House just a couple days ago, which I do have an update on that. We'll talk about that here in just a minute as well. But the breaking news of the day, since we don't want to waste any time and don't want to tease about things that are coming up here, here's the latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? And at least I find it entertaining. I'm sure other people kind of shrug it off and think it's no big deal. But Joe Biden's approval ratings rose. Did you know that? Hey, yeah, they're growing. They're getting big. As Donald Trump would say, they're getting huge. They're getting bigly. And uh, we want to make sure that they're really big numbers, the biggest that you've ever seen in your entire life. Well, let me tell you, this is the biggest number that Joe Biden's ever seen in his entire time as president of the United States, as they have officially risen to a whole 40% approval rating. Oh, man. Woo. You know what, buddy? You're doing well. Keep it up. Keep it up. Congratulations, Joe Biden. That is a 2% increase up to from the 38% that he had before, while his disapproval rating is still sitting at 55%. According to TheHill.com, 12% of Republicans approve of Joe Biden's performance. Those 12% of Republicans are probably the ones that still think Liz Cheney is somewhat of a conservative. At the same time, Joe Biden's approval rating hit the poll to the lowest point in May, sitting at 36% and has remained below 50% since August of 2021, according to the latest polls. So he's risen up to 40%. Now, I can only imagine that a couple of things have affected this. Number one, where they call people to poll them, 
which is probably predominantly inner city areas, to where like, <laughs> Joe Biden, he's great. He gives us lots of free goodies, and he's trying to raise taxes on evil rich people and going after Donald Trump. I'm sure that that's where the people that are calling, and they still can't get above 40%, even with polling and uh, directed polling in certain specific communities across the nation. Number two, they've been working really, really hard at trying to look like they're stern and they're firm and they're doing really good stuff, which is why we saw the balking against China with Nancy Pelosi landing in Taiwan when we said it may not be the best idea because China was making threats to try and respond militarily because of that. And I said back then that I think it was them trying to act tough and talk tough while they're puppets of China. They wanted to look like they were standing firm as a nation to go against China to boost their poll ratings going into a midterm election. Number two, we had the vote here in Kansas on the abortion issue that we've talked about a lot on this show lately. And I think them trying to take advantage, remember, never let a crisis go to waste, uh, take advantage of that situation to try and pass some executive orders at the federal level gave them a bump in those that were at least engaged somewhat or active on the other side of the aisle. Didn't expand their approval rating, just a little bit more activity going on from those activists on the other side. The other issue, of course, is the fact that they were able to pass something that doesn't do what it's called, but is called the Inflation Reduction Act. So between all those, between everything that they've tried to cram through over the last couple weeks here, they've jumped up two points in the approval rating of Joe Biden that's still well below 55%. That was his all-time high, and he still can't get above 40% just two years into his administration. I will say, though, I will say that that is still higher, and this is really saying something, that poll number from Joe Biden is still higher than the approval rating of Liz Cheney in the state of Wyoming. So you got to put it into perspective here. I, I know, I know. According to Newsmax.com, the latest polls show that Liz Cheney is sitting at a 35% approval rating in her state. Now, they put into consideration that there are, uh, according to Newsmax, they're trying to at least give her a little bit of grace here. The Cheney campaign's open plan faces tough challenges where they say there are more registered Republicans in Wyoming than in Democrats, where it's about a 71-15 split between Republicans and Democrats in the state. Now, the purpose, there's a point to that, and I'll get to that in a second. The 2020 presidential election, the state of Wyoming itself, went to Donald Trump by 43 percentage points, a dominant win for Donald Trump in that election. So you would think you would think about that as a senator representing that or a congresswoman representing that state where you should probably play to your audience, so to speak. And if you're a representative of that area, then you probably shouldn't be dogging on the person that they supported overwhelmingly in the state. But She's one of those. She didn't have to be doing this. She She's the daughter of Dick Cheney, for crying out loud. They run Halliburton, and they've been in politics for a long time, and she's there for a personal vendetta. Nothing more. Donald Trump has devoted a lot of campaign time backing Cheney's GOP challenger, Harriet Hagman, which, by the way, is up massively in the polls right now by over 55%. Trying to find the latest poll numbers uh, here. Let's see. Here we go. Latest polls, according to Trib.com, that Harriet Hagman leads Liz Cheney 30 or 52 to 30% in that race with 11% of Republican voters undecided. That primary coming up on Saturday this weekend, 52 to 30 with Liz Cheney that desperately far behind, which really explains why they had uh, her dad actually have to cut a commercial and a campaign ad saying that Donald Trump's like the most horrible human being on the face of the earth. So regardless of how bad Joe Biden is, I guess he has some optimism. 
I'm an eternal optimist. I always look at the glass half full kind of thing. And you can always say, you know what? There are worse poll numbers, and the worst poll numbers are right now, of course, Liz Cheney in her race, which is going to be devastating for her because how else is she going to dog on Donald Trump when she can't be on the January 6th committee any longer trying to come up with fabricated crap by like, you know, what's what was her name? Harrington? Um, uh, Cassidy? Cassidy something? Cassidy Hutchinson. That's what it was. They came out and uh, was talking about Donald Trump raiding the limo and stealing the steering wheel from the Secret Service agent and going after his throat. I'm sure that uh, was a resounding uh, excitement and energy built into that room when they heard that testimony. But Liz Cheney, she's going to be on the way out here relatively soon. It's going to be easier for Donald for Joe Biden to win a re-election than it is for Liz Cheney right now in that one. And it's largely because of the state of things right now. While they got a 2% jump slightly in the polls for Joe Biden, they still have to deal with a lot of crap, which is why there's a lot of distractions right now between the Mar-a-Lago raid, which, again, we'll get to in a second here. We're going to focus a lot of attention on that on that today on the program. But they're distracting from a lot of other issues that they can't explain. According to CNBC, the Federal Reserve came out today and reported that consumer prices rose by 8.5% in July, which they say is good news. They say that's good news. Inflation sitting at 8.5%, and by golly, that's great news because we've hit the peak of it. Last month, we were at 9.2%, and this uh, we were expecting it to be at 8.7%, and it went down to 8.5%. It was 0.2% lower than anticipation. By golly, we're on the downtrend. Things are going to get back to normal before you know it. It's all going to be great. Things are going to get back to normal. Now, when we say get back to normal, we mean it's going to get back to normal until we start spending this trillions upon trillions of dollars for this inflation reduction act that has nothing to do with inflation in any way, shape, or form. I want to read you how much money has come into the federal government, just to put this into perspective for you. Because we're going to see massive tax increases. We're going to see energy prices go up. We're going to see inflation go up. We're going to see uh, taxes on corporations go up. We're going to see employee taxes go up. Everybody's money is going to go up. While they say it only affects the those above $400,000, it's a lie, it's crap, we already know that, we don't need to focus time on it. Everybody's taxes are going to go up, everybody's going to be spending more money on just trying to preserve energy in their house, gas in their vehicle, and food on the table, and in their cupboards. It's fact of the matter. They don't want to admit that, but that's going to be the truth of the matter. How much money has come into the federal government over the last quarter? Take a wild guess. Just throw a number out there. I'll give you a hint. We broke another record on the amount of money coming in. Now, again, put this into perspective on how far in debt we are as a nation and how much we spend over the amount of tax receipts that come into the government. And yet we're still breaking records for the vast amount of money that's rolling in. And we still can't keep our spending below the record amounts of money, which is why they're trying to hire on more IRS agents and expand that, which we'll get to in a second as well. According to CNSNews.com, the federal government has collected a record, and i got to get my decimals right here, that's thousand, million, billion, trillion. All right, $4.104 trillion, right? Thousand, million, I feel very strange saying that number, thousand, million, billion, trillion. $4.104 trillion in total taxes for the first 10 months of the fiscal year that started in October of last year. We're a couple of months out into the next fiscal year. So in 10 months, almost an entire full year, we have shattered a record 
of how much tax money has come into the federal government. Have we paid off any debts? Have we paid down any? Have we at least spent within our means as a federal government? Oh, no. By the way, that shattered the record so much that it's a 13% increase. Or $503 billion above the previous record. 13.9% increase from the record prior to that was at $3.6 trillion. Now, with that being said... The government also spent a massive amount of money, and it breaks it down between individual income taxes, retirement taxes. Although it was collecting that, the government also spent $4.8 trillion. We're still, remember, $4.1 trillion coming in, $4.8 trillion going out. <laughs> That's the level of stupid that we're at in this federal government. We've never brought in so much money in our lifetime before as a nation, and we still didn't bring in more than what we actually spent as a federal government. And I think to us, we should be shaking our heads because imagine now why this explains it completely explains why they passed this inflation reduction act and why they're trying to hire on 87,000 new IRS agents is because they literally truly deep down in their hearts believe what they've been telling us is that they think they're missing out on near 50% of all the money floating around in the GDP in the private sector. That's not being reported to the IRS. They think there is so so much money that is missing out there that's not being reported of shady dealings of you and I in the private sector that they're missing out on 50% of their revenue. We just shattered the amount of money that's ever come into the government for the first 10 months and they want to double it with your taxpayer money. Can you afford doubling your taxes? Because they think there's just a whole bunch just missing out there. The things you make you go, hmm. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program, 24 minutes past the hour. Imagine, if you will, the government saying, you know, you do your fair share, you got to pay your fair share, you got to pay tax money into the government, which we didn't really agree to with a half of the stuff. You got the property tax that never ends, even after you pay off your home. You got the sales tax, you got the income tax, you have trade taxes, you have raw material taxes, you have employee taxes, you have the DMV and the fines and fees you got to pay just to function in society. Yeah, there's a lot of taxes that you have to pay all across the board. And then for them to turn around and say, you know, we're going to spend your taxpayer money to hire on more agents into an agency that's going to investigate you to make sure that you're paying enough in taxes, because we truly honestly believe that you're skipping out about 50% of what you actually owe and actually file to the federal government. So just expect everybody pretty much to have an audit in some way, shape or form over the next few years. That's the level of crazy that we live in. And we're just like, okay, okay. There we go. Welcome back into the program. Bottom of the hour, John O'Connor in a few minutes here. Mysteries of Watergate as we talk about some of the latest scandals and cover-ups on the show. And I guess we can go into the what's trending with that. What's trending today? As we focus on this latest investigation on Donald Trump, this raiding of the Trump home in Mar-a-Lago, getting obviously political, the right side of the aisle saying this is completely absurd, which it is. Absolutely. The other side of the aisle, ah, it's totally justified. No one's above the law. Except for apparently law enforcement who has used and abused their power for political gains and for a certain side of the aisle, which I find kind of interesting. Eric Trump was on Sean Hannity. I didn't see it until earlier today, but Eric Trump was on Sean Hannity the next day, the night of, I believe, the raid that happened. And this is what he had to say, obviously pretty fired up. They weren't allowed to be anywhere within sight. It's horrible. That's got to be a violation right there. They weren't allowed to be anywhere in sight. And going back to Hillary, there's a whole lot of other things. How about the Benghazi scandals? How about the Clinton Foundation? I mean, how many you know shady oligarchs from Russia were contributing to that? Look about how about Uranium One? You want to talk about you know scandals that were never investigated, never vetted? You know, it's it's the rules for thee and not for me, right? That's the old you know, Sean. This has been happening since day one. They cannot stand that a guy named Donald Trump, who was a real estate developer, who built tremendous wealth and and fame, was able to go into a political system in the U.S. and take out a person like Hillary Clinton and beat them at their own game and then go into Washington, D.C. and do a phenomenal job and not play by the rules and end up becoming one of the best presidents this country has ever had. And then they put in one of their own, and the guy turns out to be an absolute flop. He does a terrible, terrible job, and the country is going to hell under his leadership. And then now all of a sudden they realize that his son's in trouble and that he's in trouble and their political party's in trouble and that Donald Trump is poised if he wanted it, if he decided to hop back on that stage and wanted it, they know he's poised to win. And guess what? That threatens them. That threatens who they are. And they will do anything they can to take him out, to take me out, to take Don out, to take Ivanka out, to take our family out. They do it every single day. They do it at a state level. They do it at a federal level. The FBI does it. They subpoena us. Wow. I mean, it's true. It's true, and it's unfortunate. Now, there's another case that Trump did file, and the media absolutely loving this one, uh, how hypocritical Donald Trump is, because that's all they can report on. That's all they can report on. But according to CNBC, former President Donald Trump says he refused to answer questions today at a a deposition by investigators for New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James as part of her civil probe into the Trump organization. I don't even know what this probe is about. Who cares? 
they're so obsessed to try and bring down Trump and his organization and his business in some way, shape, or form. But he is apparently pleading the fifth, and the media loving the fact that he's such a hypocrite for saying before that if you if you're innocent, then why do you take the Fifth Amendment? Well, apparently he sent a snarky response to them when he refused to answer questions, saying uh, in his response, quote, I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now I know the answer to that question. Boom. Tired of the crap, tired of the investigations, tired of this shenanigans when there's nothing to hide, but you don't need to know every aspect of his life just to bring him down when you ignore everybody else in Washington, D.C. So him pleading the fifth on another civil probe that means nothing to his organization. We'll talk on some more of that when we come back. You're right around the corner. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch, listen to the program. We always love you, appreciate you very, very much. Multiple radio stations all over the place, TV, live streaming, and other places as well. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. So we had Eric Trump comment on the whole raiding of the Mar-a-Lago thing. They weren't allowed to be anywhere within sight. It's horrible. That's got to be a violation right there. They weren't allowed to be anywhere in sight. And going back to Hillary, there's a whole lot of other things. How about the Benghazi scandals? How about the Clinton Foundation? I mean, how many, you know, shady oligarchs from Russia were contributing to that? Look about, how about Uranium One? You want to talk about, you know, scandals that were never investigated, never vetted? You know, it's, it's the rules for thee and not for me, right? That's the old, you know, <laughs> that was Eric uh, Trump on uh, Hannity's show on Fox News just the day after the Mar-a-Lago raid. He has come out, by the way, as well, and made a post on the social media and the tweet. He's saying that DonaldJTrump.com is shattering all fundraising records after the uh, FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. And I'm told, according to him, quote, I'm told he has raised more money in the past 24 hours than ever before in recent history. The American people are pissed. Hey, I mean, you know? What you get when you just go and raid it for an archive thing for the White House. Kind of strange. Let's get into what's trending. 
What's trending today? We'll talk about some of this and more. Really happy to have this guy back on the program as he is one of our favorite investigative journalists and authors. We've had him on the program many times before with his uh, book, Postgate, How Washington Post Betrayed Deep Deep Throat, Covered Up Watergate, and Began Today's Partisan Advocacy Journalism. His new book is out as well, The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened. Excited to have on the program, Mr. John O'Connor. John, how are you, brother? Hey, good to be with you, Andy. It is good to talk to you again. It has been a little bit uh, too long since we've had you on the show. I want to talk about your book because I am fascinated by this topic, but i got to get your thoughts because, obviously, this general topic of government cover-ups and uh, the corruption that goes on at the federal level kind of bleeds into this whole FBI raid of the Mar-a-Lago House of Trump, doesn't it? Well, it does, especially because this is clearly politically motivated. Anybody who thinks the White House does not have its little fingers in this pie is just is naive or just very stupid. Um, obviously, this is done uh, with political purposes in mind. The Justice Department knows that it cannot do any, quote, sensitive, unquote, uh, actions in any case involving politics 90 days before an election. Well, voting starts as we're sitting here today, I think voting starts about 90 days from today yeah. uh, in, in, the, in the midterms. Uh, and this is, you know, the early voting and so forth. So what we have is we have somebody that is doing this for political effect, number one. Um, if, if, it's no fun if you do something like this and Trump, Trump's people come and cooperate and you exchange documents. There's no headlines there. This way, it gets the base revved up for the Democrats and this is one of the only things they're holding to. But let me let me just say a few things. What Eric Trump said was very wise, and it struck me there were three lawyers who came from Trump about an hour after this whole thing started, and they of course went in and assumed they were going to look and see what these agents were doing. That's very common practice. Sure. Well, the FBI escorted them out of the building. They said you can't stay there. They put them out in the noonday sun. And made him stay outside. Well, remember what Bill Barr said, who supposedly had a conservative view of obstruction of justice that he was criticized for by the left, who said that any actions that uh, prohibit or prevent the availability of evidence or its quality or hurt its quality. Mm. Now, in this case, they are preventing three witnesses from watching this. Sure. And witnesses who had the right to be on on hand there. Uh, the Justice Department guidelines call for the least intrusive methods possible, especially in sensitive political investigations. So before you even got to a subpoena, you should have done voluntary cooperation. Well, Trump's lawyers have been meeting with these guys for months. Yeah. Um, just ridiculous. Uh, then... Um, uh, then if you did issue a subpoena, uh, Trump's people would come in and say, okay, here, here's the documents. Where do you want us to put them? And where can the judge or the judge's um, special master look at these documents and, and, and resolve which ones can go and which ones can stay? Uh, that would be no fun, though, for these guys. Sure. Because if you did that, if you did that, you would get the documents you're requesting. The, he, so here's my punchline. They don't want the documents they're requesting. I mean, they want them, but not really. That's not their real purpose. Right. They want documents 
that they've never seen. They want the fishing expedition. Mm-hmm. So you get things. You get the fishing expedition. Maybe something good will come out of this from their point of view. They'll say something in one of these documents. It's a note to a friend or something like that that they are going to say will support the January 6th allegations. And, of course, the second thing is it. <laughs> Even if they get nothing, they've stirred up a big hornet's nest of suspicion uh, and intrigue around Trump. Yeah. Is it going to work, do you think? I mean, from what we've seen and for everybody that's already a supporter of Trump or a semi-Republican already says, I mean, as soon as this happened, the first thing they said was, oh, my gosh, what are they doing to this guy? It validates everything to in their eyes that Trump has been saying about the corruption in Washington, D.C. or voter fraud or any of these other issues. And it continues to show a lack of faith in our agencies like the CIA, like the FBI and some of these agencies where we've already seen shenanigans of, you know, accepting a dossier from the Clinton campaign on collusion with Russia or not investigating the Hunter Biden laptop and some of these other things. It continues to dwindle our support in our federal agencies when they do this kind of stuff, doesn't it? Well, that's right. And uh, whereas normally if a federal agent, federal agents did this, the normal person in the middle of the pack would tend to credit it to some degree. Well, they must be doing it for a good reason. Right. But given the background and given this timing and all that, I think this is going to backfire. The the 30 or 35 percent of the people who already hate Trump and hate him, they do, are just thrilled by this. Uh, but what what are you getting? <laughs> right. If you're the Democrats, you're you're trying to fire up the base. You're trying to get them out there. Maybe that's what you will succeed in doing here. But uh, that's not all. I think the the risk that they take is in doing this is the middle of the roaders, the people that may not think Trump uh, sends out polite tweets and so forth and so on. And maybe he's he's like your mean brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, there, there, there are a certain number of people in the middle who, who don't like Trump's style, but something like this sort of pushes them toward Trump's corner. Whatever you say about Trump and his personal style, you're now comparing him in his policies to Biden, yeah. and now you're seeing what Biden is doing to him. I don't think this is a good look for the Democrats. Well, I don't think so, especially with Democrats that have come out like Andrew Yang and former Governor Cuomo of New York, both coming out and saying, well, the IRS or the FBI better have a really good reason to do this because the optics look terrible. And this is not the way that we should be doing stuff. Well, that's right. That's right. Now, it's interesting. One of the commentators asked Andrew McCabe, who's, I think, a paid commentator on, I don't know if it's CNN or MSNBC, asked him about this. Isn't this terrible? He said, oh, yes, it is terrible. And I thought, well, gee, this is strange. McCabe's going to say this is a terrible search. Oh, no, he said, it's terrible because it shows that the president of the United States probably did something terrible. Yeah. They wouldn't have done this unless it was really a terrible act that he did. Well, that's the way they'll spin that to the 30%. Yeah. But as to everybody else, I'm not so sure this is selling. Uh, and Democrats like Cuomo that have a little bit of an ear to the ground, <laughs> they're not going to stand behind this one. Yeah. Does this show that we, we that we need a cleaning out of some of these agencies like the FBI, for example? I saw a headline today saying that it's been corrupt with political agendas since Mueller ended up running it. But I don't know if it's been before that. I don't know if it's gotten worse since he's left. But, I mean, where are we with these agencies and how do we clean these guys up? Well, you know, I don't think it was that bad with Mueller. Mueller's an old friend of mine. Uh, 
I think if Mueller had a fault and his agency had a fault, mm-hmm. he was very buttoned down and nobody did any whistleblowing. They could have whistleblown on Hillary. But, you know, you can't really criticize an agency for keeping things confidential. Mueller did not play a lot of games. Now, Mueller as a special prosecutor, that's something else. He didn't run that office. Let's be clear on that. He was a figurehead. He's already obviously a little past his sell-by date. He's a good guy. But once Comey came in, this is the guy that was the master of the political stroke. Mm -hmm. This is the guy who figured out how to trap Martha Stewart. This is the guy who figured out how to trap Scooter Libby. This is the guy who figured out how to trap George Papadopoulos and and, uh, Michael Flynn. They were all traps laid by Comey. Then this whole Russiagate thing was an elaborate trap, not only to to, uh, expose Trump falsely, but they were hoping they would get Trump under questioning and he would obstruct justice. So it's all, this is all, and, and that's where I think the agency has gone wrong was, was once Comey got in there. Sure. And what he did was he brought up to the top, he promoted over some very big veterans, some very good veterans. He promoted these guys like McCabe that were wet behind the ears. And so what I would say is you need to clean out the FBI, but you just clean it out at top. These guys, 98% of them, 99% of them are straight arrows. Um, Just doing their job. It's Comey Comey that corrupted everything. And, you know, then you get Christopher Wray in there, who's now got the problem of not wanting to expose what his agency has done in the past. Right. So he's not exactly going to be forthright about what they've done. That is true. Listen, we got to take a hard break here. We're talking with John O'Connor, author of the book, The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened. When we come back, I want to talk about the new book, tie it into what's going on today, and talk about all these cover-ups going on with the federal government. It's John O'Connor right here on The Voice Reason for a midweek the celebration. Voice Stay of Reason here. with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right we are. Welcome back into the show. Last few minutes of the program. It goes by way too fast. I don't care what other talk shows that you listen to. This is by far the fastest hour of radio on radio. Multiple radio stations all over the place. Thanks for hanging out. Today we're hanging out with John O'Connor, author of the new book, The Mysteries of Watergate. What really happened? You can also listen to his podcast, The Mysteries of Watergate, as well with that podcast and listen to uh, some really great information. I'm telling you, I love that uh, I love that idea. I love that concept. And while we talk about this FBI raid, while we talk about the invasion of Mar-a-Lago by federal agents over the Trump House, John, I got to ask you, between what we're seeing right now, what we've seen over the past couple of years, between the Russian collusion, between uh, the Joe Biden family, the the big guy that gets all the kickbacks and the Hunter Biden laptop that no one wants to investigate, that the FBI had to forcefully re-accept a secondary time to get the laptop in to look at it uh, to to investigate that issue. And then with the invasion of Mar-a-Lago and the raiding of his home, between all that stuff, are we up to the level of Watergate? Are we above what happened there? Are we below? I mean, where are we out on the level of just mass corruption and government issues going on right now? Well, we're way beyond it, Andy. Um, Watergate was distinguished by the fact that my client, Mark Felt, the FBI, they were really fighting the politicization of the investigation by the Nixon administration. That's why Mark Felt went to the garage, because it was being politicized, and they're unduly restricting the FBI's investigation. Today... The FBI is turned and it's become part of the problem. So now we have, because remember, Watergate, the abuse in Watergate that people didn't like was Nixon using, uh, seemingly using, I, in, my, in my book I explain why he wasn't and, uh, and so forth and the Post didn't tell us, but seemingly using the tentacles of government, the levers of power to help him in his election. Now that's wrong. We all know that's wrong. Uh, but now look what's happened today. And and the Nixon administration had a tough time of it. They really weren't pushing people around as much as they would like to think they could. Uh, and the thing broke open and, and everybody got convicted. Yeah. Now today, what happens with Russiagate? Oh, Comey and his crowd are all too eager to get together for him to select a, a headquarters special so that no one else knows what they're doing at headquarters other than his selected partisans. And now they're politicizing the department. And what is happening is that the, the, that the uh, other folks are, are using the levers of power, in this case, the FBI, to uh, get at there to uh, subvert their political opponents. So think about what happened in, uh, in Russiagate. This all started, of course, when Obama's in office. They're using the levers of power, the CIA, the FBI, uh, the White House to go after Trump, mm-hmm. and and so now 
we see the same thing happening now that Biden's in office. They're using the levers of power to make Trump look as bad as they can make him look. And, and, and so it is. It's much worse than Watergate, is what I'm saying. It's much more of an abuse of power. And unlike Watergate, the press is not in opposition. They're not reporting on it as, um, as they should. Sure. So we can have a Hunter Biden laptop and no major media says anything about it. Not only that, we conceal it from the American people. Uh, which actually um, affected the election. So this is far worse, Andy. This is this is Watergate is child's play compared to what's going on now. It is unfortunate, uh, John. We got just about a minute or so left here, but I don't want to go without mentioning your book and talking and teasing about it. How does this go beyond your po- your previous book, Postgate, with this new and the mysteries of Watergate? What really happened? Give us a little tease. What could we see in this book when we get it? Well. What I do, it's it's almost like a beach read. You just won't believe it, that it's really nonfiction I'm talking about <laughs> as opposed to fiction. But I go through and I tell the story step by step as opposed to Postgate, which I mainly I took off against the Post and showed what kind of folks they are and how their fo- reporting was false. But this tells you what really happened in Watergate. It also explains to you why none of us learned about it and how the Post was able to get away with it. Mm. It had some help in doing it. Uh, But it is fascinating that 50 years after the event, one of the most impactful scandal in American history, nobody knows what really happened. Sure. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I need to read this and I need to listen to the podcast and everything you do because outside of hearing about it in history class, no one talks about it anymore. And I think that's an issue. And we need to learn about these corruptions, learn about the scandals, learn about the cover-ups going on to make sure these things don't happen again because, like you said, that's child's play to what we're dealing with today because we've allowed it to happen. It's John O'Connor, The Mysteries of Watergate, What Really Happened. Go check out the book. Go listen to the podcast. John, it's always great to get you on the show, my friend. we got to do it again soon. Take care, Andy. Hey, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll do it again here soon. Until then, podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, be your own voice of reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow for a Thursday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.